What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Serious for God Leaders Podcast. I'm Tim Alford, National Director of Serious for God and Volunteer Youth Leader at the Source Church, Malvern. I'm Dustin Rubio, Youth Pastor of Swansea City Church and Regional Leader of Wales and Southwest Midlands. And this is a conversation designed to help youth leaders connect, think, and grow. Welcome back, everybody, to the S4G Leadership Podcast. So pleased that you've tuned in. So pleased that you've subscribed, downloaded today. Uh, this is going to be a great session because this is the second session in a three-part series, Dustin. Three parts. First part, we talked about uh, doing youth ministry in a small-town context. We're looking at what it means to do youth ministry in a large city context. And it's going to be a great episode. I know it's going to be a great episode, Dustin, because we have a very special guest doing youth ministry in a in a big city in Manchester at the Lighthouse Church in Manchester. It's Jesse Willis from there. So Jesse, welcome to the SVG Leadership Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. So pleased uh, that you've come to, to share with us from your experience today. So before we get into exploring youth, youth, uh, youth ministry in a city context, uh, we got a little game. Okay. We yeah. want to play with you. Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, a few months ago on the podcast, Dustin got m- me to do two truths and a lie okay. okay now we want you to do that today but with a twist we want you to tell two truths and a lie about things that have gone wrong in youth ministry okay, okay. so two things that actually did go wrong for you in youth ministry and one thing that you're just going to make up and we'll see if our listeners and we'll see if dustin <laughs> and i can guess okay that's great yeah okay so one of the things truth or lie is that uh we went uh, to the trap center to play a game and we lost the girl uh we had to call her mom um, we eventually found her. <laughs> That's one. Second thing is uh, we went swimming with our youth group, and one of our girls drowned for a second, and we had to save her, but she's okay. Um, and the last thing is uh, we went to play a game. We tied up one of the youth to the pole, um, and they were kind of getting completely choked, and we eventually had to cut the tape quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, well, I don't know what you reckon, Dustin. I reckon, I reckon true is the Trafford Centre getting lost because it's massive, and I can imagine somebody getting lost. That uh, Would you ever tie up a young person to a pole, Dustin? I, I, possibly. <laughs> I, I can't deny that I haven't done that before. Okay. But I'm not sure I would do that. <laughs> Um, I, I tell you what, Tim, I, I'm going to go for number three. I will go for the tied up thing. Is the lie. Is the lie. Yeah, because swimming, right, yeah, you, you go you go swimming, you, you, yeah, you, you kind of go under, lifeguard saves you, I'm with you. So we're going to guess that the lie is the tying up the young person to a pole and they nearly lost their life. Okay, that's wrong. That was actually a truth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the lie was the the lie you, was the swimming, the was, swimming yeah, one. Yeah, So you lost someone, and uh, how long did it take you to find them? Uh, it was like about half an hour, forty-five minutes. Wow, <laughs> I've never been to this place, so I don't know how big it is. Yes, yeah, massive. And you tied someone up, and they turned, they turned purple. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah, do not try that, youth workers. This is what not to do. Right, Jesse, so we know that you have played some crazy games and done some crazy stuff, um, but tell us a little bit more about your journey in, in youth work and youth ministry and uh, some of the stuff you're doing now in your home church. Yeah, great. Yeah, so I'm in Manchester. I'm at a church called The Lighthouse. Uh, senior pastor is there is Pastor Paul and his wife Mags. I've been there for about eight years, doing work, youth work there for about two and a half, three years now. Um, it's going great. It's growing. It's got its challenges, though, but it's good. It's great. I love it. 
Yeah. What are some of the stuff that you guys do as far as within youth work? Okay. Yeah. So we have a Friday, we have a youth group uh, that ranges for about 11 to 17. Um, we also have a, a youth group on a Saturday where we meet in the uh, center of Manchester, kind of like a Starbucks. And that's more for the older youth, 15 to 18. Um, and then we have a once a month, we have a youth service at a church on a Sunday at 630. Oh, cool. Very busy. Um, so how would you describe young people in a city and how would you just describe uh, just youth ministry in a city church? Sure. Yeah. Uh, youth ministry is busy in the city church. There's always stuff going on. Um, the youth are uh, vibrant, colorful. Um, they're always looking for something to do because there's so much stuff to do in the city. Uh, you got to keep them busy. You got to keep them active. So that's why I say youth work is busy. It's very fun. It's challenging as well, though. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's good. But it's yeah. It's challenging so so talk to us then specifically about some of those challenges what what are the challenges that you think are kind of unique to doing youth ministry in a, in a city and what are the opportunities that are unique to doing youth ministry in a city sure I think the the, the challenge and the opportunity is kind of it's the same but it's a pro and con um, one of the best things I love about city work is there's just so much um, it's so big that you can do everything everywhere so in Manchester city center is so big there's so many stuff we can do um, so, for example, on a Saturday for our youth group, instead of doing it at church, we can go into the city. We can go to a McDonald's, a Starbucks, and we can just have a coffee and just chat with the youth. It's just a great opportunity. Um, yeah, which is because there is no Starbucks in Malvern yeah. where I do. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel that. I feel yeah, that. so it's great. So it's a good opportunity or Krispy Kreme or something. So I love it because there's just... There is no Krispy Kreme in exactly. Malvern. Yeah, yeah. So there's... There is no cre- <laughs> what do you have? We, we have Costa. We've got Costa and a Nero and hundreds of tea rooms wow. yeah <laughs> yeah no it's great because we have all the all that stuff everywhere in manchester um and so it's so many opportunities but the and that as being an opportunity it's a disadvantage because i feel we're vying for their attention with all that other stuff going on as well so we got to keep the youth very relevant very active and because being in a big city um i think our youth just can get influenced by so many different things that are going on within the city so it's vying for their attention within that. So it can become uh, youth can become very easily um, dull. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I, I work in a city. Swansea's not as big as, as Manchester. But I was saying when when we were talking Tim to uh, to Johnny, he was talking about a small town context, and you asked what were the, the you know just the differences between a city and a small town. I said the same thing. I said we are competing for not necessarily with other churches, but with everything else that's happening in the yeah. city. And and I completely identify with when you're saying that they can get bored so quick. Yeah. And I think that's a challenge. But sometimes it's good because then you get to channel into creativity, yeah. um, being spontaneous, and and just doing different things and keep uh, you know instead of keeping it just growing stale and and, and dying off uh, your youth work um, but some of the challenges is when you tapped into doing all these different things like we've rented out coffee shops we've done all of these different type of things w- within the city and I think uh, yeah it, it's, and it's that struggle of what do we do next because yeah. for them within the city there's always there's at least five six different things to do every weekend exactly yeah. which is tough yeah Jesse, is there a geographical challenge as well with doing city youth work? Because I'm thinking, so me in the, in a small town here in Malvern, everyone's within, you know, like an eight mile radius yeah. of each other. 
that's obviously not the same in a no. big city yeah. with with suburbs and commuters and yeah. you know people who are involved in the life of the church who travel in from quite a distance maybe 30 40 minutes maybe even an hour to, yeah. to come to church on a sunday does that geographic geographical challenge um does it present the challenge to you yeah definitely i mean one of our, our young people traveled once an hour and a half just to get to church on a sunday um but we're really fortunate our church provides a minibus service so we have some great servants in our church who will go out and pick the youth. Um, certain pe- parents who can't drive or, or don't drive, um, our minibus drivers will go and pick them up at their homes. Other parents, maybe they'll carpool. So we put together a system of carpooling. So we try to help accommodate that, but that's definitely a challenge. That's why on the Saturday when we do it in the city center, um, it's a bit more easier because everyone can get a bus or a tram or a train into the city center. But on a Friday when it's actually at the church or a Sunday evening, that definitely is a challenge. So we, we've tried solutions, but it still is a challenge. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you how you've overcome some of those challenges, but you kind of answered that. You've provided a minibus service. You've taken some of your stuff away from the building into the city centre, which is a more accessible point, yeah. uh, which is really good. Well, I guess it, it really hinders you. Dustin, you were saying this when we were talking to Johnny about small town context. I guess it really hinders you from doing that midweek stuff, your small group, your Bible yeah. study, which yeah. you might be able to do in a small town more easily. But in a city, that's nearly impossible i guess is that fair yeah totally agree totally agree and as well it's with the young people 11 to 18s you're relying on their parents as well if uh, our, our young adult ministries 18 to 25 most of them drive they don't mind getting the bus some of these parents are a bit um they don't want their kids getting a bus so it's definitely a challenge so we've had to work around it um but it's 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 good it's hard work yeah yeah and it almost uh, <laughs> it eliminates spontaneous gatherings yeah. <laughs> because spontaneous gatherings is like literally a few days because yeah. it is people are traveling from for so from so far and like you said the younger ones are relying on parents yeah. and, and you might have some older ones that are more enthused to catch you know city transportation but then yeah. you got some that are just kind of apathetic or i can't be bothered but yeah. but yeah it is uh it's it's it could be some of those challenges Definitely. um the good thing i i would find that i find is is when we actually do gather together on those days because then all of your energy can go into whether you meet on a friday or a saturday yeah um which is good so but how would you how do you approach as far as missions um reaching out to other young people um whether that's through events whether that's through what you're currently already doing um in your week stuff or and even discipleship sure yeah well for a discipleship we have a discipleship group on a wednesday uh, every other week where we'll meet in a Starbucks coffee um, and we'll just go in there and we just kind of go through a set program. Um, we do that with them. So that's that's kind of easy with them. It's kind of their school's finished. So they can get into Manchester Town easy. The outreach, we've recently started a community club within our local uh, area, our local community. And so uh, once a month, once every five weeks, part of the, the youth program is to take our youth down to the actual center we do some work with them. And then, like you said, we, we do events as well, programs. We do kind of like bring a friend nights where they kind of bring their or their friends from school or the local community to come into the church. So we, we try loads of different things so uh, to kind of make sure we kind of cover the whole range. Hmm. Besides working in a city, having Manchester, just to do whatever you want to do in the city center, um, what are the things you love about doing youth ministry in a city, in a city church? Yeah, I like how, I like that we just, there is, like you said, loads of things, but I like how we get to just keep everything relevant. People are seem like they're really up to scratch with everything being in the city because it's just so big. Um, and it's just, it's kind of like Manchester never sleeps and sometimes, so there's just, there's just so much to do there. 
Um, and people are always, it seems like they want to do stuff. So they're eager because it's, it's a big city because people want to do stuff. They're eager. So if I put on an event, put on a Bible study, people will come because they're eager to do something. So it's good. In, in a city, Jesse, you, you obviously have a lot of diversity. Um, so diversity uh, if, in nationalities, diversity in, in race, um, but also diversity in, 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 I guess, class diversity uh, in terms of uh, people's financial means. So you'd have people in a city who are in business and who are very, very well off and people in a city who are very, very poor. And I guess you're working in, in a city church and in yeah. a city youth ministry right across that spectrum. Yeah. How, 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 do you, how do you deal with that in your, in your discipleship and in your working with young people? What, what, do, does that present challenges? Does it present opportunities? How have, you, how have you managed to navigate some of those challenges of, yeah, of city yeah. ministry? I mean, our church itself, um, we pride ourselves in being kind of like a church of all nations. So the church itself is kind of like represented through the youth. There's just loads of nationalities. Um, and even uh, just uh, different people in different walks of their faith. Some people have been in church for so long. The youth, some of them just came to Christ. Like I said, some of them have loads of money. Some of them don't. So uh, we just have a lot of teams working with them. We have a lot of good, some of our, our women helping, some of our men helping. So we have different discipleship groups for the boys, for the girls. Um, so it, it definitely is a challenge. And when you do, we try not to do loads of um, nights out as well to let's say let's say traffic center or swimming because we know it costs money for people as well so we try to do more in-house stuff um but most of most of our youth actually because we're, our church is so diverse it's kind of like it's just ingrained in them so it's not like just because someone's from a different race or something like that they get on with everyone really so it's good so it's almost like this is just life we just don't even we don't even notice it we don't even yes, care that's right yeah, yeah 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 that's good yeah well i think they'd be used to it because I think most city schools, as well, yeah. they would be diverse anyways. Of course, yeah. And I think uh, you know, our youth group is, is quite diverse, um, and I think they are used to that. I think while even as ministers, sometimes we might struggle with different faiths, different, you know, and, and they are they already been hip to what's happening in, yeah. in other religions because, yeah. you know, th that's it. You yeah. know, th they have so many different people from Asia, people from Africa, people from all over exactly, the world. Yeah. And so when it comes to youth group, they're used to that already and it's not necessarily a thing of them um having these these walls up you know of, right, of, of yeah, stereotypes yeah. to yeah. to other not to say that no one couldn't but but i think those walls are and those stereotypes are almost gone because they might be friends with uh with some of those people yeah. from different nationalities in school um totally agree. but yeah um but let me ask you um one last one last question if you could tell us one thing of working in a city church with young people, what is the most important thing you would tell people, our listeners that are listening now? Yeah, great. Well, I think the temptation could be, say, put on more programs, be be relevant, which those things are good. But the one thing actually um, is in a story we had with one of our girls at our youth group. Um, we were doing loads of programs, putting loads of events, um, and it was great, but it felt like we were just doing all these things kind of our own strength. And then one day I just said to our youth leaders, we're just going to close those down for a season. We're just going to have a time of prayer time of just meeting with God and we just said instead of us coming with our plan we're just going to turn up and say God you you do what you want um and so we did that and uh one of our, our youth uh she just encountered God in a way we've never ever seen she's just on the floor crying um and God just really really met us in a, in a place we've never kind of experienced um and after she just said I love the programs I love what we were doing but this night was just the best night I've ever been I really really met with Jesus so I guess the one thing I would say is is you give the youth 
Jesus. It, it can be easy um, to say that, and it was cheesy, but actually, um, at the end of Luke 10, it was Mary who spent time with Jesus, and Jesus said Mary did the one thing that was needed. The one thing is Jesus. So when we're competing with all these different competitions of the world, um, instead of trying to compete with them on the same level, let's do something which no one can offer, um, that the world can offer, and give them Jesus. Wow, Jesse, thank you. That's such an important and a profound reminder, isn't it, Dustin, that in youth ministry when we're thinking programs and and small groups and studies and you know uh, we wanted to to do events and do stuff well and we can get so caught up in those things yeah. and just oh man it's not about that stuff that stuff's got to point people to jesus yeah, right and definitely. an encounter with god and i I just reminded him, you know, when the Apostle Paul said that my message and teaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's mm -hmm. power, yeah. so that your faith might not rest on man's wisdom, but on the Spirit's power. And just that, just such an important reminder, Jesse, in the demand, particularly, I guess, of City Church, where it's pacey, it's fast, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Why did we get into this thing? We got yeah. people into this thing so that people would meet with Jesus, exactly. didn't we? Yeah. We got we we fell in love with Jesus. Jesus did something in our lives that was so transformative and profound and we just wanted to say to young people, ah, you you need to know Jesus." Yes, and uh, what a great reminder as we think, you know, we try to think strategically. We try to get better in our practice, but it's all about introducing people to Jesus mm. and that's it. That's yeah. all it's about at the end of the day. Yeah fantastic jesse been so great to have you on the leadership Thank podcast today Enjoyed thanks for joining Thank us thanks everybody for listening to the serious for god leadership podcast we want to make sure that this podcast is tackling the issues that affect you in youth ministry so email us info at seriousforgod.co.uk and tell us what you want us to talk about and please remember to subscribe through itunes or however you get your podcast and stay in touch with serious for god on social media facebook twitter periscope with serious for god instagram serious for god elim and youtube serious for god uk see you next time